Hello, everyone. Thank you all for tuning in. This is the very first episode of a Warrior's Kidney Journey podcast for kidney patients. My podcast will focus on educating the community about chronic kidney disease and other kidney-related issues. I'm your host, Anthony Cartwright, a kidney patient that was on dialysis for six years. I've had all the different treatment options for kidney failure, peritoneal dialysis, insertor hemodialysis, home hemodialysis, as well as being a kidney transplant recipient. In today's episode, I will talk about how my kidney journey first started and how I was initially afraid and fearful to come out of my comfort zone and start dialysis. However, eventually I overcame that fear, gathered courage, and became a warrior and realized life takes off on the other side of fear. A man often finds his destiny on the path he takes to avoid it. I started a podcast to find a way to tell others about my journey and hopefully make someone's journey easier and help them realize that fear is a reaction and courage is a decision. I hope with this podcast that I can educate, inspire, and motivate individuals to gather courage to fight back and become a warrior. You don't have to make the same mistakes I did. Chronic kidney disease can have a huge impact on one's health, and if allowed, it will consume you. It will bully you. It will tell you when to eat, sleep, and be happy. It also will take over your life like it did mine, because I tried to fight it alone. We cannot fight this bully alone. We all have to work together. This is our warrior community. It is my goal, if you have kidney disease, to keep you off dialysis. This podcast will give me a platform to join forces with an amazing group of warriors in which we will grow and learn together. Because sometimes we are tested not to show our weaknesses, but to discover our strengths. I am a warrior and I finally know what I am meant to do. Superman's greatest trait is not his strength, but his willingness to help others. So let's talk about my journey. My kidney journey started in 2007 when I was injured in the military. I received injuries to my knees and back, which took months to recover. During the time frame of my recovery, I was prescribed pain and inflammatory medications. I recall one particular day during a doctor's visit, my blood pressure was high. The doctor was perplexed because I exercised regularly. I had a great diet. I never had any history of high blood pressure before. So they wanted to do blood work. Had I known what I know now, I would have had them do blood work regularly. After about a week, I went back to get the lab results and was told that I had kidney damage. I was told that they would do more blood work and perform a kidney ultrasound. After a couple of weeks, I went back to get the results and was told my kidneys were severely damaged. I had been on inflammatory medications for almost a year that apparently damaged my kidneys. That's why kidney education is very important. I will elaborate more about taking proactive measures to preserve kidneys in future episodes. Needless to say, I was in total disbelief. One moment you're this athletic soldier, the next moment you're being told you have a chronic illness. But I told myself I was going to remain positive about this situation. Went home, talked to my wife, and we both agreed that I was going to be positive. We're going to do what I could to take care of myself and not end up in complete kidney failure. I continued to eat right. Uh, I got a dietitian watch my diet, but unfortunately, my health, it continued to decline. And before I knew it, 
I was medically retired from the military. And that was in the fall of 2008. And prior to medically being retired out of the military, I got a Superman tattoo because I told myself that I was not going to allow this illness to affect me like it would other people. And I continue to exercise, maintain a positive attitude, keep that warrior mentality, be a fighter. And I did. I ate right. However, I still noticed that my kidney function was steadily declining. And it got to the point where my doctor came to me and they were saying that it's time for you. You might want to consider starting dialysis. And I was holding off from starting dialysis because... Hey, I was, uh, I was afraid. And I'm telling you, all types of things were running through my mind. I was afraid. I was overcome with, with fear. And, and that's the thing. It's okay to be afraid. It really is. But with positive input and having that warrior mentality, I didn't let that fear overcome me. Fear has the opportunity to kill more dreams than failure ever will. My wife my team and I, we decided that peritoneal dialysis would be the best form of dialysis treatment for me. But before I started doing peritoneal dialysis, I had to have surgery. I had to have a catheter, a soft tube placed in my stomach lining. So I got the surgery. Everything went great. It took a while, about 10 days or so for the access to heal. In order for me to use it, I had to do training. And the training went great. The, the healthcare team, they did an awesome, awesome job making sure that I had a full understanding of how to do my peritoneal dialysis because I would be doing my dialysis at home. And once I finished up my training, they came to my home to help me do it in my own environment to make sure that I was comfortable doing it. Once I was fully trained, I would do my dialysis at nighttime. I did uh, a night cycler in which I would do my dialysis at nighttime and disconnect in the morning. And it was crazy how initially I did everything that I could to fight against starting dialysis. And once I started it, I felt so much better. You can feel bad so long that you don't realize how bad you feel until you get better. So I was doing my, I was doing peritoneal dialysis every night. Doing my dialysis at nighttime, disconnecting in the morning, and I was feeling great. I was, as they say, thriving. I was enjoying life. Also, I was, I was being the father that I needed to be for my daughters. I was being the husband that I needed to be for my wife. And I was being the man that I needed to be for myself. And a lot of times when People hear that they have to go on dialysis. They automatically pull up that wall and think that's that's the end of their life. And it doesn't have to be that way. Life goes on. You still can enjoy life. And that's what I was doing. I was enjoying life. Life was good. I was going to all my daughter's cross-country meets. I I became known as the cross-country dad. And that's that was amazing to me because here I am. Dealing with a chronic illness, but yet I'm still able to be the father that I needed to be for my daughters. I was doing so great on peritoneal dialysis that when it came to other treatment options, I didn't want to, I didn't want to hear anything about hemodialysis or even a transplant. I didn't even want to hear about a kidney transplant. 
And my doctors, they would tell me that I needed to get a fistula just in case. Because with a fistula, if something goes wrong with peritoneal dialysis, you still can continue to do dialysis through the fistula. You can do hemodialysis. And everything was going great. And I was a warrior. I had that warrior mentality. Everything is going great until it isn't. And that's what happened with me. I ended up having to have, um, because of the back issue that I had in the military, I ended up having to have a lower lumbar infusion. Um, when I had that surgery, things didn't go well at all. And I had to stop doing peritoneal dialysis. That was in the spring of 2015. And I recall being in the ER and the doctor telling me that, hey, if you if you don't start hemodialysis, you have to stop peritoneal dialysis. If you don't start hemodialysis, you will die. And I wanted, I did not want to stop doing peritoneal dialysis, but I knew I had to I had to stop. So I started doing hemodialysis. But because I didn't get the fistula, I didn't get that surgery and have that fiscula and put it on my arm. I had to ha- I had to have a catheter placed in my neck. And that's how I had to receive my dialysis. And that's what I mean by if I can do anything as far as with the listeners out there, make your journey easier than my journey was. Just if, just if one person listens, that's all I need. Because I didn't do things properly. I didn't plan properly. I had to have a catheter placed in my neck. And my medical team, they talked with me and the plan was for me to only be an in-center Dallas clinic for maybe about nine, 10 weeks or so, just for my fistula to heal. And I said, that sounded, that, that was great to me. So once my fistula healed, I was going to do home hemodialysis. And that sounded like a plan. I had my warrior mentality, but you know what? I ended up being in the end center for a year. And that's why it's so important for me to speak with you all so that you can maintain that warrior mentality. Because I got to a point where I was feeling sorry for myself. I lost a lot of weight and I, I just didn't, I just felt defeated when I was in center. Not, not that there's anything wrong with the in center clinic, but I was used to doing my dialysis at home. I was used to taking care of myself. I was a soldier and now I'm in a clinic. I was doing my dialysis at the clinic Monday, Wednesday, Friday, three days a week. My prescription was for four hours. You know, sometimes I would be at the clinic for about five hours. And that pretty much took up your day. And I would do my dialysis that day. And I wouldn't feel well for the rest of the day. I, it's just, I just prefer being at home. And you hear me telling you that. But yet, I stayed in center for a year. And that's what fear, that's what being afraid to come out of your comfort zone will do. I got too comfortable. I became defeated. I lost my warrior mentality. And I recall certain times that people, they would constantly talk with me. I had a, I had a great support system. I had plenty of support. I was not alone. But you know what I was trying to do? I was trying to build myself up alone. I was not accepting that support. And it got to the point where like I mentioned before, I was feeling sorry for myself and I was I was just surviving. And you're talking about this person at one time, you know, I'm this person that has that warrior mentality. I'm thinking that I'm always going to keep that now. I have it and I'm always going to keep it. 
but I was just surviving. And I said two words that I never thought I would say. I started saying, why me? I felt sorry for myself. I started saying, why me? And over time, I, I would constantly, I would, I would try to do things to build myself up, but it just wasn't working. And I'm going to tell, I'm going to tell you guys this. When I was on peritoneal dialysis, there was this time. No one knew that I was on dialysis when I was on peritoneal dialysis. I weighed about 250 pounds and I was an all muscle type guy and no one knew I was on dialysis. And I didn't tell anyone. But I recall there was this teen on my daughter's cross country team and he hurt himself. He he ended up, uh, they thought that he was not going to be able to walk. He was paralyzed. And they thought he wasn't going to be able to walk. And I recall him coming to one of their practice to, he was laying down at the bottom and he wanted to watch them practice. And I can just see the, the look on his face, that defeated look. I was talking to him and I told him, hey, you're going to be okay. Do you realize what you do? You're a cross country runner. You guys are very disciplined. It takes a lot of, it takes a lot of mental fortitude to do what you do. You're a fighter. You're going to be okay. And I did something that I had never done with anyone else other than my family. Pulled down my shirt a little bit. I said, you know what? I'm on dialysis. And I showed him my tube. And I said, building yourself up, it's a process. You're going to be okay. And over time, he started walking again. And, and eventually, he was running. And I'm telling you this story because in 2015, I was defeated. I no longer had that warrior mentality. I had a walker. I was 180 pounds. I was defeated. I was not thriving. I was just surviving. And this young teen, now a young man, he saw me at a grocery store with my walker, with my wife. And he came to us and he looked at me and he said, because uh, I was looking, I was no longer that that person with full confidence that I was that I once was. And he could tell that I was I had this defeated look on my on my face. And he said, Mr. Cartwright, you're going to be okay. It's going to be all right. Remember what you told me? You're a fighter. It's going to be okay. And after that, I started listening to the people that was providing me positive input. I started listening to my wife I, because I couldn't be a hypocrite. How could I tell him that and not take in the message that people was giving me? After a while, I started building myself back up with the support of the people that were surrounding me. I had positive influence, positive input. I started accepting it. I started accepting that support. And before I knew it, I felt something that I hadn't felt in a long time. I felt like I was becoming a fighter again. I felt like I had that fight in me. And I felt like I wanted to come out of this comfort zone and start back doing my dialysis at home. And that's what I decided to do. I decided to do home hemodialysis. And I started the training to do home hemodialysis. I got fully trained, learned how to, to cannulate, stick myself. Went through the training. I think it was about six weeks. They came to my home, just like they did with peritoneal dialysis. Made sure I understood how to do it in my own environment. And I started doing my dialysis at home. And things were going great. My labs were in order. And... I'm telling you, my wife, 
When I said I had great support and my two daughters, they were very supportive. This woman, my wife, she would often do my dialysis two, three o'clock in the morning sometimes when I wasn't feeling well. She is my rock. She was my rock back then and she still is my rock. And I started feeling better. If you can, continue to try to exercise when you're, when you're dealing with a chronic illness. And, and I'm saying if you can, you know, talk with your doctor and make sure that it's okay that you exercise because exercising is very important. I started back exercising and before I knew it, I had became a warrior again. I was no longer afraid. I was ready to fight. I was ready to thrive and not survive. I became that husband that I needed to be again. I became that father that I needed to be. And I became the man that I wanted to be again. And you know what? When I said there was two words that I thought I would never say, why me? I started saying, I built the courage up and I started saying, try me. And I was ready to put up a fight. And I did. And that's the thing. When you're putting up a fight and you're trying, success is just a side effect. I started back enjoying life. Things got better for me. And I had been on dialysis for about six years. Well, actually, I had been on dialysis for six years. I hadn't got that call. Mr. Cartwright, we have a kidney for you. But I did get that call from someone. And that call was from my sister-in-law. She told me, I want to donate a kidney to you. And I'm telling you when I just, there was this emotion that, that ran through me and I could not realize that that someone had that much within themselves to be willing to do that for someone. And I was amazed. She got evaluated. I had already been evaluated and my labs came, everything came back good that I was a, a excellent candidate uh, for a transplant. And I had done that a while, a while back. And unfortunately she got her evaluation back and it said that she was a uh, pre-diabetic. And you're talking about being high up at the, at one moment and being let down real quick. That's the way life can be. But when you have that warrior mentality and you're thinking in a positive manner, sometimes you, you just bounce back immediately and you're like, okay, I'm going to take on whatever happens, but whatever happens, I'm going to have a positive attitude. And that's what I did. And somewhere along the line, we ended up at another transplant uh, center and I got evaluated there and, they told me, hey, you are an excellent candidate for a transplant. And my sister-in-law, she told us, why don't I just get evaluated there? What is it, what is it going to hurt? So she did. And you know what they told her? They told her she was an excellent candidate. Everything was good. She was not pre-diabetic. And I was thrilled. And I ended up getting a transplant July the 7th, 2017. And life has been awesome. Life for me, it's been great. You know, I've had the opportunity to watch my daughters grow up, watch them become young women, start relationships, get married, have grandchildren, get to watch my grandchildren uh, grow up, and it can't get any better than that. And I'm just thrilled to know that I have an angel in my life. My sister-in-law, she gave me a second chance. She gave me life. My wife has truly been my rock. When I was on hemodialysis, that woman would sometimes be up 2, 3 o'clock in the morning helping me with my dialysis, doing my dialysis. We've been married 
almost 29 years in November. And I'm telling you, it means a lot to have someone that is that supportive of you to when you can't stand up for yourself or when you can't speak up for yourself, someone that is willing to do that for you. And not only do that for you, but do it with the same intensity, if not better, then you would do it for yourself. And that means a lot. That support system is amazing. And to have a sister-in-law that would make that type of sacrifice to give you life, I couldn't be in a better position in my life. And I thank God every single day, several times throughout the day for my sister-in-law, for the gift that she's given me. I am so grateful. And all I have to say is you have impacted not only my life, but countless, a countless num- number of individuals because I've helped so many other individuals with their situation because I was given life by you. So for those of you that's out there and you're going through certain things where you feel like you don't, you don't have hope, there's people out there. Find them. Become a part of this warrior community. That's what this is. This is this is a warrior community. That's why I started this podcast to help people when I didn't have when I didn't have the opportunity to speak with someone that's been through certain things. It's so good to hear someone that has gone through certain things that you've gone through. We have to be there for one another. And I just want to say to you all, today is the day that we say kidney failure, we are not afraid of you. We will live and enjoy our lives. We will thrive. We are worthy of happiness. We will fight. You will not bully us. I am a warrior and I'm not alone. I am part of a warrior community. This is you guys' community. Those of you that are listening to this podcast, you came here for a reason. Let's grow together. Let's learn together. And let's help one another. Also remember, You're going to get knocked down. You may fail, but get back up. Sometimes when you're knocked down lower than you ever have been, you end up standing taller than you ever have. And that's that's what I see within myself. I'm a better person than I ever have been. I'm better than I was before. We are warriors. And you know what? Warriors, they're not the ones that always win. But you know what they do? They always fight. Fight. As long as you fight, you have a chance. Just think, if I, if I didn't fight, if I didn't try, I wouldn't be here talking to you. So where will your kidney journey take you? Will it be a positive or a negative journey? I just want to thank you all for coming in and listening to my podcast. Like I said, this is the very first one. And we're going to have future episodes. And whatever we're going to touch on a lot of different things about kidney health. And if you do have chronic kidney disease, ways for you to stay off dialysis. If there's anything that you want me to talk about, or if you have any questions, please, please leave it in the, in the comment section and I'll definitely get back to you. But like I said, I'm glad to have you here and make it a warrior day. Thank you all.